Alright, what's up everybody, man? It's your boy Red Dragon back in here with another podcast on deck. Tonight, as always, as you um, read the, the title, you already know it's about to go down. Uh, first things first, let me just shout out the listeners as always. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting the podcast and everything y'all been doing. Um, and yeah, just want to let y'all know, I've been saying I was going to keep promoting my new vlog channel, which I've got on deck. It's Red Dragon Afterlife with two eyes in it. For everybody that, you know, trying to find that out there. Also, what I'm going to start doing is promoting my other socials so y'all can get, like, in direct contact with me if y'all got, like, questions or y'all want to, you know, um, want to see us go in on some some certain topics. Uh, start following me on Instagram or Twitter. That's, like, the easiest and fastest way just to connect to me, like, um, on some fast shit. That's if y'all got it. If not, obviously, just connect to me wherever y'all got me at on uh, social. And then, yeah, man, I just want to let y'all know that. Next thing is next. Um, so, yeah. Speaking on the good and bad side of the film industry and even the so-called quiet side. So that's what we got for the for the you know for the podcast for the night. We about to talk about everything. Obviously, if your ears is sensitive, you don't want to be here. And yeah, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and let my guest in- introduce himself. And yeah, man, go ahead and tell him a little bit about yourself. Hey, 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 people, what's going on? Podcast world. First of all, I want to give my brother a big, big thanks for uh, for having me on the show. That's for one. Uh, you know, ever since uh, I, I, I've seen this guy on Twitch, just the realism, the, the conversation, the, the, the deep stuff that sometimes we go into, the fun stuff, like, definitely been feeling this brother. I feel like he's very genuine. Um, I don't think I've ever another podcaster that actually just bring the realness. Um, but I'm gonna say that you know, Red Dragon, shout out, bro. I'm very proud of you. Um, and I even yep, mentioned yep. Like, I didn't really know that you had a podcast going. And as soon as I found out and found your podcast, man, I started from episode number one mm-hmm. up until now. And yeah. Every one of them is very, uh, very, uh, very good. Every one of them. Um, but yeah, man, name is uh, D Hunter. That's my Twitch name. Um, but my real name is Ray. Uh, last name is Ray Cheer. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Asian born. Um, okay. You know saying? Born here in the States. Um, uh, born in New York. Uh, I've, I've been an artist. Actually, I am an artist. You know, I draw, I write. I, you know, I record, um, I do film, um, film is, uh, basically my, my first love, um, uh, you know, against any other medium that I've ever worked with, um, and, you know, I've just been, uh, you know, just been, just doing the damn thing, you know, uh, lived in Georgia for about five years, uh, just recently came back not too long ago, um, and, you know, just trying to get up on things, and, you know, just trying to get through this whole covid thing and uh you know see where the future holds for everybody but otherwise you know i'm usually a chill guy um you know i love you know to to you know drink you know whenever i get a chance to drink um definitely uh a uh, 420 smoker um you know one of the things i like to do because i feel like it just relaxes me you know i dealt with anxiety i dealt with depression so that kind of just eases my mind you know I can get through you know, certain things in life, but otherwise, man, I'm just a free spirit. I like talking about stuff, um, different. Hey, yo, AD Hunter, uh, it went out. It went out. All right. All right. I was just about to say it went out for a little bit of minute. We just catching that. Uh, I don't know what part it went out on. I just seen it. It's cut out for a little minute. Uh, you're talking about the 420 and stuff like that. You want to go back and start from there? Which oh, you're talking yeah. about 420? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah, just yeah, to sure. make sure that, okay, yeah. Yes, yeah, no problem. Um, yep. Yeah, you know, so, you know, I'm a avid, you know, 420 smoker. You know, I like to toke, uh, you know, just to keep my mind at ease. I've dealt with, you know, anxiety and depression. So, you know, the smoking kind of helps. I could do it in better ways, but, I, you know, I love Mary Jane too much. Um, factuals, factuals. Kind of helps with my thought process, you know. And some people just like smoke and just be lazy. I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. I smoke and I'm in thought. I'm either writing. I'm either drawing. Um, 
you know, doing ideas, I'm always being creative. So don't let anybody tell you out there we we is just for, you know, lazy people. Nah, there's people out there that actually function and be able to create new things, you know what I'm saying, and bring forth. Facts, facts. And with that being said right there on the fucking table, that is uh that's a good ass intro. I fucks with it, man. We already got the vibes going, <laughs> man, as always. Uh, and that's what's up. So now y'all know I'm here with somebody that also knows the ins and outs of film. You know what I'm saying? All that kind of stuff, same passion. And now we can go ahead and drop these motherfucking facts for everybody straight up. So first things first. Um, I guess I was probably kind of answer this, but I'm still gonna answer, uh, ask it anyway. How long you been into filmmaking, or have you, you know, studied it or self studied it? Like just you know, give us a little background on that. Like how long you been into it? Would you say? Sure, man. So I've always been into. I would say I started to get into film because I've always been an artist. You know, okay. Since I basically out the womb, that's what my parents said. Like when I came out, I was holding a pencil, basically. Um, okay. And I've just been I've always been a drawer, and you know, and I, you know, you grow up in the '80s, you see the Saturday morning cartoons. You know, you know, you watch the after, you know, after you got out of school, you had the Transformers, the G.I. Joe's, GoBots, the old school cartoons and stuff like that. So at a young age, I've always liked those type of cartoons. So uh, when I started to get into film, per se, it was much older because I wanted to do animation. And that was through uh, watching uh, Japanese animation, anime. And... That was basically what led me into film. Now, uh, what led me into the passion for film is one person. I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. Um, John Woo. Okay, sound familiar. Oh, you don't know about John Woo? Yeah, you might have to to educate me. You might have to educate me, but definitely sound familiar, though. So, okay, so let me give you a little education on John Woo. Factual. So... John Woo is a Hong Kong action director. Mm. This motherfucker, I, and I don't care what anybody say, this this gentleman right here changed the game for action movies. Look it up, bro. Okay, Look most definitely. Most changed definitely. the game for, for, for action movies, the way movies are shot, slow motion. He's one of those people that actually brought those things to uh, like basically yeah the, t- into the film language or the the what do they what they like to call it yeah probably the film language or the the camera right. language i should say right exactly so i got into him uh and, and because of him um that i got into wanting to make films because i love his way of using the camera i love his way of you know especially he uses a lot of slow motion that's one of his trademarks mm. his slow motion and throwing doves in his movies he always has some sort of symbolism in all his movies. And I know how you love symbolism. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm definitely going to love. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to love looking him up, bro. I'm definitely going to love searching that. Uh-oh. But anybody that's a true movie head that really knows about John Woo and knows about his work, like... Is John Woo? Work, John Woo. J-O-H-N. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me write this down. Okay. J-O-H-N. H-N. John. Okay. And then... Woo, W-O-O. Okay, got you, John Woo. Okay. Sound John like an Wu. Asian brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's an Asian guy. He's okay, a, okay he's, got you, got you. He's from China, um, and he was a poor, and, you know, just to give a little background story on him, he grew up poor, um, you know what I'm saying, and living in China in, like, I guess it was, like, the 40s or something like that. And his escape from all the stuff that he was, you know, going through as a kid was he would go to the movie theater. And he used to watch like Fred Astaire, um, you know, movies like Dancing in the Rain. Um, those older movies in the 40s, that was his escape. And gotcha. he said like, from then on, he always wanted to feel that escape. So that's when he decided he wanted to become a filmmaker. Um, and so to, to forward ahead here, um, when, when I saw a film called Hard Boy, and that is one of John Woo's, uh, one of his greatest films ever made. Um, okay. And I, and I say that because I love, I'm more of an action head. I gotcha. can care less about romance. 
I love a good story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, action, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you, yes. you gotta have action in it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta have it. And yes. John Woo fits the mold as far as like action movies, bro. Yes. I'll tell you this. John Wick would not be John Wick if it wasn't for John Woo. I'm gonna Ooh, say it just like that. That's deep. That's so I'm gonna just say it like that, bro. Hey. That is Dead deep. Ass. That's deep, and I and I I just started getting into uh, John Wick, like watching it wise. I've been new about John Wick. I haven't you know watched all the movies yet, but I definitely uh, watched the first one probably like two weeks back, and I'm definitely got to start the you know the second one and the third, obviously. But that yeah. is definitely crazy. That kind of reminds me of when you're talking about him, um, how he brought in the, you know the slow motion all that into the to the film language. Um, I was looking at something as well about um, John Carpenter, which obviously I'm pretty sure a lot of people should know who he is. He made Halloween, a couple other uh, horror movies. Yep. Um, so with that whole thing, I was looking at how they was technically saying he brought in the, you know, using actual darkness or the, the, the like to not always have it bright or to show brightness um, on film. He was the first one of the you know, directors to do it like that. Then his right. lens choice he also chose. Um, was not a common lens choice to choose for film as well. Um, something about how they, it's, it was purposely meant to distort or something like that for the screen to look a little bit more cramped or to give you that, you know, that cramped feeling that there's, you know, there's something, there's a threat by. So right. I just, I feel like that's crazy. I definitely can't wait to look up in the John Woo, man. That's definitely sound like some, some extra stuff they done brought to the game. And I just, I'm glad that we get to sit here and talk about this because like, like I said in a couple other podcasts, man, a lot of people really don't look into the directors. They look at the actors. They look at yep. just like, you know, the big movie names, which is cool. But honestly, a lot of this work, a lot of this art is only getting on the screen from the actual directors, the people that's, you know, they, they, the artists help it comes to life. But the directors are the ones who put in the hours and put in just how they want you to perceive they film, man, which is deep as hell. So and exactly, yeah. Exactly. And, and, and let me and and I know how much you love editing, bro. Facts, facts. We gotta, yeah, we gonna get in John all of that. Woo. Facts. Yeah. So John Woo, like, is like I would say between Hard Boiled and The Killer, and I'm talking about The Killer. The Killer is number one all time movie on on. Hands down. Okay, it's and the Kinder. Kinder. The uh, killer. Oh, killer. Okay, killer. Okay, killer. gotcha. The, the killer. Okay. Um, he, the way. All right. So you know, he uses the camera in certain ways, and obviously, he tells the story of the camera, right? Yeah. But the way that he, um, what's the, what's the word that I'm looking? For? The way that he edits, right? Because obviously, you film it, and you know, you take whatever you got and you put it all together. Factuals. You make it cohesive and you make it, you know, make it good. Yep. Bro, the way, it, the fact that he edits, he directs and he edits. Wow. Most of his films is, is, is yeah, that's, amazing. That's bananas, like bro. You would, like, you would like his stuff, man. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm most definitely. editing tip. Yes, most definitely. And I most definitely got to look, I definitely probably can learn something from that. Um, which brings us into the next question as well is, if you uh if you worked in a um work for a big production team what job do you think you would want to do if you was like on a big production set like what would you feel like you been in a film and knowing about all that what do you feel like you would want to be doing i would be i definitely would want to be part of the the, the stunt choreography team okay stunt choreography and, yeah and i'm gonna tell you why cause sounds when fun I was young, Oh, I wanted to be a stuntman when I was younger. Oh, I was, you know, okay. Thinking about doing it, and I was trying to get in, but it was just way too expensive for the school. The gotcha. school, they was asking like 10 Gs. Well, yeah, I was about to say, did you ever hear that a lot of stunt people also, they go through like, you know, obviously a hell of injuries just to do, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, got you. Okay. Okay, oh, yeah, that's what's no, up. I, I wonder... And I knew that, but the thing was that, and, and, and what kind of like was like, uh, I don't think I could do it, is the the fact that you may have to jump out of a plane or you may have to jump <laughs> out of somewhere high yeah. and i'm not good with heights i'm not a good okay person with got you got you so i would be more like when, when i say like the the korean team if anything yeah so um jumping out of planes like i don't know if i could do something like that <laughs> that's kind of crazy but i would be more like you know if somebody were to say hey uh let's do a shootout or let's do a fight scene I probably help choreograph the fight scene or 
the shootout scene, you know, more of the action stuff. Gotcha. Uh, if, if I could be part of that team, or you know what I'm saying, if anything, you know, put me put me with, you know, the, the sound guy or you know, put me oh, with yeah. the, the camera guys, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't I ain't afraid to, you know, lift and, and, and do stuff. My thing is, and here's the thing, I've been on a movie uh, set for um road trip. I don't know mm. you if you remember with um Martin Lawrence yes. and uh, Raven Simone. Okay. So I was actually like we was on the set because they filmed like right around the corner from uh my girl's house at uh, with the girl that I was dating at the time. And so they was nice enough for people to come through and just you know what I'm saying watch and stuff like that. And let me tell you, man, it was very eye opening. Very eye opening how many people actually work on a movie um and work on location and especially when they're working, you know, inside a house, you know, this the equipment, the lights, the like all that stuff. Like it's it's amazing to watch how it works. And I would not mind, you know, doing all of that. And it's funny because I even looked into like getting into production or being on a production team. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy out here on the East Coast. I don't know why. It means yeah, you gotta yeah. know somebody. But it's not easy. It's not easy finding a job with a movie production team. And they yeah. out here. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I, I personally don't know any real, you know, I guess I, I guess I want to say big or good um, production teams. Maybe that's why I personally wouldn't know. But, yeah, I thought about that, too. Like, it's, it don't seem like it's easy getting into, like, film production out here or anything like that. Or I don't know any movies that came out of a production company out of the Midwest. Now, obviously, that could just be to my own ignorance. I'm sure they probably, you know, got somebody that made um, good movies from out of the Midwest or, or the East Coast. But it just seems like that is like the West got that shit locked. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, near, okay, yeah. Okay, you can hear me. Um. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's just like yeah. I don't know, man. Like that shit just seems like it, it's something with that out here though. But I guess my um my next thing I would want to get into is uh, what's your favorite thing about filmmaking? What would you say that is? I would say my favorite thing for sure is definitely edit. I would say definitely yep. editing. Okay, I was gonna now, say same, same for me too. I am not a big editor. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I try to do my editing, and I even, you know, I sent you the the movie that I did. And yeah, yeah but I was gonna ask you about that. I was gonna ask you to expound and let everybody know about that, and um, and I think yeah. it's pretty good. But yeah. So basically, uh, when I, you know, I've always wanted to do movies. Um, we did little movies with my best friends and stuff like that. You know, you got the big, uh, the little DV tapes that they had back in the 90s, you know, going into the late 90s. And, you know, I was trying to do my film thing. But the thing was, I didn't have the equipment. I didn't have a, a computer to render or do any of that stuff. Yep, so same. Yep, the technology yep. for me... I couldn't, you know, it was unattainable for me. You know? Yep. Uh, and then, you know, they said, well, now you can use a DSLR to film your movie. Now you can use your phone. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. when phones started to be, you know, and then now they're starting to give out the equipment, uh, uh, the, the, the software for you to do that. Mm-hmm. So what I basically did was, um, and here's the thing, and I'm going to tell people this right now. Me personally, I don't feel like you need to go to film school. Yep. That's yep. Yes. Yep. That's right. just me. Yes. Yes. I've watched Facts. movies Facts. all my life. I've watched movies all my life. So I know what a cut is. Facts. I know what, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my God. Not cut. Uh, you know, how to composite a shot. Okay. Uh, yep. Composition. You know, Probably composition. composition. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Composition. I know lighting and and the, the 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 three steps to making sure you get the good shots. You know, yep. um, using the grid and all that other stuff. Yep. Like, yep. you know, what I'm saying it's it's all about if you're passionate about something and you can't afford to go to school, teach yourself. Facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you Facts. love something very much, don't wait for school. Teach teach yourself. Look it up. That's why Google's there. You know what I'm saying? That's why we have the internet. And yes. that's what I basically did. I'm going to tell you, Red, when when I finally decided to make that film, 
And I'm going to tell everybody what it is in a second. But when I decided to make that film, I was at the lowest point of my life. I had just moved to Georgia. Preach. I had nobody. I, Preach. You know, other than my nephew who lived out there. But I really didn't have anybody. And okay. one weekend, and I actually, I took a day off from work because I wasn't feeling good. I just, my energy was just not good. And I had bought a, um, uh, a Canon T6i. And I still have the camera now still use it to this day oh uh, i'm sorry no that wasn't the t6 i bought a, a, a cyber shot sony cyber shot so i had it and i had it sitting there and i'm looking at it i'm looking at it and i'm like you know what we're gonna make a movie today we're gonna do <laughs> i did it hey, by myself so Thanks. what i did was i got up i i, I cleared out a walk-in that walk-in closet i cleared it all out put all my airsoft guns in there, any props that I had. Um, I thought of the story on the fly. Like, literally, I just did. That was all freestyle. Like, I didn't have a script. I didn't have anything. That's I just crazy, did. bro. Every shot that you see was, that was just, I was like, oh, all right, you know what? I'm going to do that. All right, you know what? I'm going to do this. And yeah, they got a turn okay. for that. I forgot what it's yeah. called, but they got a turn for that. That's crazy. But yeah, I, I just gorilla it, man. I didn't have anything. I just went in just and... And it's I, it good, y'all. It's most definitely good. Yeah. And it took me it took me a weekend to film all those scenes. So from Friday, I would say Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, and then most of Sunday, by I would say by Sunday afternoon, I was done. I, it was a wrap. So I had everything in the can. Um, and now it was like, okay, how am I going to put all this stuff together? I filmed it, but how am I going to do this? And I went on Google you know figured out okay how to piece this together how to do the certain cuts how to do this how to do that you know color correction i had to learn color correction never knew that was a beast yeah man that shit is never knew that was a thing yeah so i had to learn that and and find examples of what is what what films use color correction so for instance the matrix I don't mm. know if you've ever oh yeah the matrix. most definitely it always has yeah. that green green yep color. yep the green so for anybody that's ever seen it, that's what the color correction does. It it brings in a certain a color theme. Oh, yeah, color yeah, color yeah, theme. A, a yeah. color theme. Thank you. Um, and and I had to learn that, and that took me two weeks to learn color correction. Bro. Just two weeks, bro. And, and, and you know, I learned that. Then I learned. I had to learn how to put music in. You know, getting the music right, sound effects using the slow motion how i was gonna do that you know and i and i used the program um uh, uh iMovie this was all iMovie on my mac and i did it all and it took me three weeks it took me one week to do the trailer and it took me two weeks to to, to cut the film put it together put the music do the narration all of that and, okay. and it took me another week because i was like all right I'm watching this, and I watched the movie for a straight week, straight week, before I even put it out. And mm -hmm. when I put it out, man, I was so proud of myself. No, in fact, I was though. so proud of myself. Yeah, and and I had no help. I did it all. I filmed it all by myself. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, that kind of remind me of one. Um, and I was about to say just real quick. Now, do you got that on any like public domain, like a YouTube or a VO or however you call it, vinyl? Or I don't know how they say it. Um, anything like that. Like um, anywhere, somebody just gotta go look it up. I forget there's oh, other man. like library, other things, or you just got like personal, you know. In the, I mean, uh, for thing. now, right now, like um, most of my stuff is personal. Like some of the stuff, like little stuff. Um, the shop, which is the the, the movie that I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I should get into that. But, yeah. Um, the shop was a idea that I had since college. Um, basically, you. And you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. You never see the guy's face. Yeah. You never see his face. Yeah. Um, he's an assassin. Uh, you know, he is going on a mission. Um, and you see in the shop, which I call the shop, the arsenal, um, you just basically see like the shop, you know, where all his guns is, what's his purpose, what he's doing, you know what I'm saying, why he does what he does. And you, you see him getting ready going on this mission but the whole time you never see this guy's face 
And that was purposely because I wanted to be this guy to be like anybody you got. You know what I'm saying? So it was great that I was able to put something like that together in such a short time. Um, and, and to come up with the idea and being like, okay, I'm going to do this. And, and I even played the character myself. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have any speaking roles or other than doing the VO. Yeah, um, I was going I, I want to yeah, I want to just ask you real quick about that too about right, so yeah. we're doing props cuz some of those things I ain't gonna lie, I'm like, hold on, you got burners on deck like <laughs> <laughs> like I know I know the orange tips on a couple of them was like, okay, this is a this is a prop prop, but I'm like, hold on, some of them motherfuckers look like them actual burners, bro. And then when I see like the book, I'm like, hold on, this nigga got bullets. I I don't never know. I, I now this could be my own ignorance. I've never known like other than the actual real movie production i never seen like nobody on the street with like bullet props so i'm like i don't know this, i think this nigga got burners but he got real deal arsenal and it's probably to throw off people in the you know in the real world that he probably some right, of this shit probably right. real burners but he got the orange <laughs> little props for real to show like these look like props but some of these bitches ain't props you can come in this motherfucker and get shot the fuck up so i was saying like now i, I mean obviously you ain't got to say but i was just like now i just want to know is the bullets like is, how, how did you go about that like is the bullets actual props or was them things so because that shit looked about, it, yeah no yeah no it looks real right so here's the thing about man let me tell you i've always been a collector um i like collecting weapons um i like collecting swords um and i also like collecting guns now here's the thing i don't do real guns i'm not a real gun person because i know me i'm a very nice guy i'm very chill i don't like messing with people I don't like people messing with me, Facts. but I know my attitude. You know Facts. what I'm saying? You get me to a certain point, Facts. I'm, I'm a reach. I'm a Facts. reach. I'm, that, that. Facts. I'm Facts. a reach. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to kill somebody and, and live with that. You know what I'm saying? So the guns that you see in the movie, the weapons that you see are airsoft guns. Gotcha. Uh, and these are guns you can order on the internet. You know, just look up airsoft. And, and them the realest, them the realest airsofts I ever seen in my life. I didn't Bro, even know. Yeah, and that's how airsofts are. Like you got semi-automatic airsofts that shoot like a semi-automatic gun, and they shoot little plastic pellets, obviously. Um, but I love was pla- D hundred. Them was plastic. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you was loading the plate, dude. Okay, they don't look like those plastic pellets, but okay. okay. Now, okay. now the one with the bullets, now the, the revolver, yeah. right? Yeah. The bullets in it. Okay. Now, they, those uh the shells what you do is you put the plastic tip inside of the bullet and you load you load the bullet like you would load a revolver the bullet oh. basically the hammer is hitting the uh the plastic piece and gotcha. shooting the plastic piece out gotcha. so it's all props okay yeah, it's, it's, none of this stuff is real i don't own a real gun i should get my permit just in case but yeah. i don't own a real gun those are all props okay factuals no that's facts that's what's up man because i'm like hey that 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 was well edited it was the narration on there was like a1 i just love the narration on there bro oh, like thanks, like man. yeah your narration that. man like i feel like i thought i did a good job i think like you did a perfect fucking job like your shit was like to me i feel like your shit was up there with hollywood production when it came to narration like it had me sold in the way you told it the way like how you was able to line up the shots to you know when you was talking about specific things I'm like, dude, this shit is good. And then it's the energy you put on there. It's 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 not it wasn't coming from like a bland um just talking or putting a voiceover. It was like actual acting in it. Like that shit oh, no, was just nah, nice, bro. man. Like yeah, I, you, you I had energy. In, I, I try to act, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you know, and I've done little short films for friends. Like, there's a dude out here who who actually kind of like showed me the ropes a little bit as far as like independent filmmaking. And um coolest white dude i ever known on, on the planet man like this dude would hit me up and he'd be like yo what are you doing tonight nothing um i'm in a band a heavy metal band can you come and just film for me sure no problem and i would just film for him and you know what i'm saying then he would he hit me up like months later hey i'm filming this movie and i need somebody to fill in this role can you do it and i you know i'd be like all right yeah i'll do it so you know I have my little acting chops there, but me personally, I'm more of a behind the camera guy. But if you need me to be in the flick, I'll do it. Okay, so another thing I wanted to ask you to get on the next part is, do you think film affect people on an up subconscious level? Like, what's your thoughts on that? 
because now we about to get we about to get into some deep stuff oh, here in the next oh, you know this deep. yeah let's we about to get this. we about to start getting deeper um because yeah cause right. I, I ain't gonna lie we could talk about this stuff all day but i definitely Yo, want bro. to get past to the we want to get on the deep side of this shit because we, we got to get to this uh so yeah okay. real quick yeah so what do you think though do you think film has a unsubconscious impact or effect on people you know up subconsciously like they wouldn't be able to know it but they you know what do you think so, about sorry, that so let me just get this straight so you're asking if subconsciously are people basically aware of what they see in these well films? i should say up subconscious uh, up, su- up up subconsciously up. like yeah so not that's not seeing it yeah not not seeing it yeah not seeing it but so, they might yeah so i'm gonna say this man like definitely there are people that don't see like and, and and again because you love symbolism they don't see the symbolism they don't see certain things that are happening in the movie that you know that a conscious person would pick up on um so yeah, yeah i feel like yeah. definitely film does have that effect like you know they it, it turns off you know certain films can turn off that subconscious and you don't even realize what you're watching you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah, yeah i feel like people do fall into it because um, yeah because i'm about to say um we about to, we about to go in a deep part because i feel like this is the part of the film industry that people don't speak about at least the general public wouldn't know but definitely when you inside the film industry or you go deeper the digger you deep they know these things so because i have to ask you this then um hunter what i was about mm-hmm. to say was okay the main next question is do you know the language of the brain if that's the case that's why i had to ask you the ups and conscious thing first but now i gotta ask you do you know the language of the brain like how the brain perceives you know what is its language nah to honestly tell you like i never even thought okay. about it like okay that. well the language so, of the brain is signs and symbols and pictures so this is goes back into you know back uh, into what we talking about filmmaking this is why mm-hmm. hollywood they've got this shit down to a science this is they know the effects this thing has and anybody that that sit here and might be thinking like i'm just trying to talk some illuminati shit no signs symbols and pictures are the language of the brain that's what the brain instantly understands universally like you could have a different you know two people that speak two different languages um but they would know a picture all the same on the same type of terms or on the same type of language True. so if you show a hispanic asian and an english person the same picture they all will be able to interpret that picture but wouldn't be able to communicate with each other which is why the egyptians had the you know the pictures we were the first ones putting the, the pictures hieroglyphics exactly they knew that language no matter what age came in there after them we will be able to decode it, read it, because that's the original language of the brain. So, to let's, so when we about to get in a little deeper on that is, so when you in this Hollywood lifestyle and these people know this already, so when they showing you stuff on the screen, they understand your brain can't separate reality from um, fantasy. This is why yep. you, even though you know people are dying, it's all fake, you still get some emotion out of people. There's people that still cry at the end of movies. There are people who are scared of movies. You know, all yep. this stuff on the screen has been propped, it has been made up, it has been produced this way. But the fact your brain still can't separate reality from fantasy, this is why you get what we call emotions out of film. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's what a film is. A film is a moving picture. So, like I said, we we getting deep. About to get real deep. Yeah, we about to get real deep. And this is why I this is why I love this is why I like to say I love being an editor and there is a science to editing. But the next thing about being on a film production company is obviously you got the actors, everything else, but the editor, nobody understands this um type of knowledge deeper than the editor and the director. These are the main two people that understand how the brain works. Because yeah. editing is literally like it's more of a feeling, if anything. Like, they can tell you the cuts and all that kind of stuff, but where to cut and why to cut those, those, yeah, those things come from eternal. As the editor, you have to feel what you think, you have to feel for the audience because you're trying to put it in a way that they can perceive it. Now, obviously, the director, the same thing, because sometimes the director would sit in the room with the editor and also sit there and try to put their inputs in. But overall, the the directors really let the editors live and then they might have them tweak a little stuff, a little couple things. As long as they vision still on the screen, the editor also has a play and role of what pictures to produce. This is why everything is strategically set up on set. 
those mm-hmm. little those little details that nobody pay attention to when you're looking at any type of movie and you might see the from the dials to like little stars and all the stickers they really go in and put all that detail in there because in the film industry they understand just how much of an effect is going to have on your brain so with that being said um you know hunter now i just want to like i want you to expound on this um do you know any other movies that you probably have seen it was like you know they probably had sign symbols in there um now knowing that the sign symbols are the language of the brain what do you feel like 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 i'm trying to say this like do you feel like that's why they have things like sesame street for the kids and all this kind of stuff do you how how true can you can you i guess attest to that have you experienced well, i guess i should ask yeah that's how i should ask have you experienced what i'm talking about like probably getting a certain emotion out of film or you've seen people get a certain emotion out of film even though it's fake or whatever you can explain so on that i could tell you for sure that i've had experiences where i've had watched the movie and i've cried there's been you know where i watched the movie yeah i I've definitely tear it up yep same yeah. same yep. Uh, anger yep, you know anger, yep. you're gonna feel anger or, you know, watch the movie where the ending was just confusing as fuck. Like, what? Like, you know, <laughs> ending like that. But then, you know, those yeah. are movies where you got to be smart. Sm- you know, facts. You got you to gotta think. Like, okay, so what, what do all these things mean? You put all these things together. And sometimes there's people, and I'm pretty sure you've done it. I've done it. Where you've had to watch the movie three, four times just to yep. be like, yep. oh, shit. Like, yep. Like, I see what he was talking about. My busters. What the he was trying to say. So I've had, um, you know, those mind busting, you know, uh, 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 how can I say this? Um, uh, aha moments, you know, that you get from movies like because you watch the second time. And even though you watch that same part a hundred times, you're like that, that maybe that hundred time. That's when you it clicks and you're like, yep. OK, I see this. I see what they were trying to put together. Yep. So like for me, I would say the movie that kind of did that for me, and I'm, and I'm gonna think real hard, would be um, that really struck a chord with me. I'm trying to think in my yeah. head. Cause for me, one of my movies would have been like Matrix. Like that that definitely See? took me to a new, a new level of elevation from the for my personal brand. I didn't understand it as a kid, but when I watched it when I got older, like it was definitely two different messages for me. That's right. one movie for me. So I'm going to say for me, it was the movie that gave me emotions was, and I don't know if you've seen this movie. Uh, you might have been a little younger. I'm, I'm 43. I'm going to be 43 in January. Okay, so that's what's up. The, the movie that really hit me emotionally, I would say is Glory. Okay, Glory. Is that like Glory a war? Glory with um, Denzel Washington. I, I was going to say, is that a war movie? It is a war movie. Okay, that, I think um, that's yeah. Okay, I think I might I might need to watch this job my memory, but definitely heard of that movie. Yeah. So Glory was a movie about that was set in the Civil War. Um, it was the, like the Black Regiment. Um, Denzel Washington. You know, they took some of the, the slaves, and this guy was a white um, like a theater general or something like that. But he led these black you know this black regiment into like this battle, and um, the 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 thing that pissed me off about the movie was and i'm not gonna i mean it's an older movie so to, to anybody who see it sorry spoiler everybody dies damn you know that's a, but, <laughs> but that, that's just it i'm gonna tell you how yeah, they died yeah but everybody dies but it was the way that they fucking did it and it's just like damn bro like these people could have went out another way you know what i'm saying yeah, facts uh, another movie that and I oh and, and the movies that always get me are the movies that are like the oppression movies, right? Um, yep. Movies like um, uh, Tears in the Sun. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen. Oh, I definitely heard of that movie. My boy, I think they were trying to tell me to watch that. We were talking about the movie night and stuff, but no, I don't okay. think I ever seen it. Yeah. So Tears of the Sun is a Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, um, who plays like a, a captain of a team, and they have to go into like Africa. Um, a certain country in Africa um, to rescue a doctor. Now, these warlords have been going through basically the countryside and wiping everyone out, no matter who they are. 
women, kids, doctors, priests, they're wiping these people out. So the guy was given an order to take this lady out of the country. But what ends up happening that the lady ends up being stubborn and she ends up wanting to save, you know, the people that are in the village and all. And I'll tell you, man, it's a really, really good movie. Like, as far as like... Yeah, most definitely sounds I, good. It, like, the way that they survived half the shit through the movie and the horrors, like, and it even made you think, like, damn, you're really people, you really... Like, you see the shit on the news, right? You see that certain countries, they, they do genocide to each other. So it's not just Africa. Yep, yep, facts, it's, it's facts. The Middle East, yep, Europe, they yep. did it. Um, oh God, the the uh, Serb Serb something. Yeah, but I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. But basically, ethnic cleansing, bro. Like when I watch movies like that, and the thing, like, damn, could a person be that evil? Yeah, to wipe man. out a whole village because of who you are or yeah, what group yeah. you're in. Or, yeah, that's and sad. these were things that were actually happening. Happening. Yeah. So like Tears of the Sun, man, like. Ooh, that 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 struck a chord with me. Yeah, um, I, that's crazy. Cause I do want to go more deep in them. I def, we definitely can say that as another little piece. Cause that that's that's um some more symbol symbolical thing I want to talk about. But I know we mm -hmm. getting up on time, and I definitely want to hit this other you know this next point in here that we cause once again this is deep, um and this is a real good question for you real quick. I got I know I got some shit to say about it. Um, I just want to hear what your standpoint is on it. All right, so have you heard about the Harvey Weinstein case? Of course, and actually, I've been I've watched a few documentaries. Okay. I'm a big documentary head. Okay, uh, okay, that's what's I like up. watching certain documentaries. If they're interesting, I'll watch them. Okay, um, but yeah, I've been, I've been on that. Yeah. Now the part of this is the part of the film industry I want to talk about, which it might get hard from if you've ever been a victim of a sexual crime, like you know, right now this might be a hard part for you to listen to. But if you can bear it through it understand this is all coming from a good place but we definitely you know this is something i want to hit on so hey, we got to put it out there people we, don't know some people don't know about this yeah they so. they definitely don't know about this they definitely don't so <laughs> i guess the question to be to you hunter is so do you believe sexual favors are a must to make it in the film industry now this is a hard question for some people don't think it is but i definitely had to drop that bomb i asked it one more time just in case anybody else need to listen up do you believe that sexual favors are a must, and I got must with a capital letters, are a must to make it in the film industry. I just want to hear what your, you know, what your thought process is on so that. So my standpoint on that is, listen, it's been going on for as long as the film business, as long as any business that's been in existence, there's always been sexual favors done to make Thank it you. All right, facts. to a certain Thank level. You. Thank you. So as far as the film business, it's rampant, man. Like it's it's disgusting, you know. Like the fact that this guy, for years, was able that he was so powerful Dude. that if you didn't sleep with him, oh my god, Thank that he could just ruin your career. Thank you, bro. See, that's why they gotta look at this case. Not even this case. The more I mean, I'm saying this. Once you look at this case, you're going to be you gonna go down a rabbit hole to find other cases as well and mm -hmm. like smaller directors because i got some yep. hard hitting facts that i'm gonna get to but i definitely want hunter to finish his thought though because this is this, this is wild yeah i mean favors are done man like i mean listen it, it could be man it could be man on woman woman on man man yep. on man yeah woman, yep. woman. Yep. it don't matter don't if matter that person is starving to get where they need to get at they gonna take it up the butt they gonna you know give head they're gonna do nasty shit. They're gonna get filmed. They're gonna want to uh, get pictures and all that other stuff. You're at the mercy, and at the if mercy. you're smart, and if yeah, and if you're smart, you know what I'm saying. And if you don't let the greed get to you, then get out. You know what I'm saying. Oh, That's most definitely. Cool. It's not cool. And for me, bro, if I ever would have, and one of the dreams is for me is to open a big production company, not even like somewhere famous or somewhere I, oh yeah, crazy. yeah yeah i would love to build it in my community so if yep. i got little kids that want to do film and all this other stuff they would do it the right way yep or independently the right way however they want to be creative but at the same time be morally good at it you know what i'm saying you see somebody that's acting that's good put them on because they can act not because they gave you a piece of ass facts 
No, that's 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 real deal faction. I think that's the hard part. People don't want to understand. Guys, these people that uh, do it need to be exposed. Like, sorry, yeah, and, and I like, have to. Yeah, not, lives. facts, bro. And I get, I gotta bring this part up to it because so many people just think, oh, since it was just Harvey Weinstein and you mm-hmm. know he's a director and all this kind of shit. No, it was other people there on scene, bro. And my biggest thing, I always said this. I think I said this in one of my other podcasts. So what people was telling me is, um, not only this rabbit hole goes deep for a lot of people that's been sexually abused, or I guess, yeah, sexually abused and sexually used, I guess, uh, to advance their career. So you mm-hmm. telling me when Harvey was doing this, the the girl, I think her name was Jessica, she said in the article, he'll do this shit while they even on set. Or they'll do it in a room while, you know, there's other people on set or in the middle of a movie, like get te- technically getting little quickies in on these women. Now, oh, yeah, yo. so so yeah. I, I just want to say this. So what was technically what my brain went in, so you mean to tell me we have directors, we got cameramen, we got lighting people, we got audio people, we got the other DP over there that's technically with the cameraman, and you just, we have multiple people on set, they all know this, all seen this, nobody said a word. To me, that is complacency. If not, some of y'all might be joining in on some of them women. And I got to say it like that. Like, I think sometimes the lighting man, the cameraman, they might be getting a piece of these women, too, as a, you know, as a courtesy or something like that for not saying nothing. So that's what's blowing my mind like these. And, and you know, it's hella people on set. This ain't no five motherfuckers shooting a movie. This is about a good 20, 30 motherfuckers on set. Don't don't forget, yo, they in actual studios, which means you got people that's um, that's just there to fix up the, the literal um, the scene was about to happen next. Okay, yep. break. All right, now let's bring in this wall, this wall to make a piece of the house so we can start shooting again while the Shoot. actors and stuff yep. on break. This dude back over here getting topped off in the fucking dressing room. Like, it, it's shit like that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's how that's how brutal and how that's how savage they doing that shit. They don't give a fuck that they doing it in front of 20, 30 people on set. No, they don't. Donuts and coffee there, all that shit, and motherfuckers just over there doing whatever, and, and that's why I want to say. So, what, what do you think about that? About the other people on set that might have known is going on. This is why that's, I feel like in my heart, that's why sex. There's when it comes to film, there's something sexually has to be done. But go ahead. So, to to the people that are complacent and see this stuff, one I can understand. Y'all scared. Y'all don't want to say something because you might get retaliated on. Or, you know, you might end up dead. You know, let's let's be real. Let's be real. Oh, yeah, people most definitely. People spoken out. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. that have Man. tried to speak out, they either mm-hmm. get blackballed like a motherfucker. Yeah, black bo- yeah. <laughs> or they get killed. Yep. They get killed. And people are like, oh, that's stupid. Blah, blah. Yeah. No, Bro. think about it. Really, yes. really think about it. Yes. Let's, let's talk about one person, Corey Hay, or I think that's Ooh, who it was. Oh, yes. I know it's two he, different Corys, but yes, most yeah. definitely. But I, I think it was him. And and if I'm mistaken, you know, I'm mistaken. Yeah, but no, I know that case. Person, I know what case you're talking. Mm-hmm. This dude came out and was talking, said that he was abused many times on, on certain sets, movies with certain people, certain actors, certain actresses. And people thought he was crazy, right? And yep. then, so I don't know what happened. Something blew up, which was like, I, I guess it was maybe the start of the Me Too movement when when when, when women really started to, to talk about it and and really started coming out. All of a sudden, he's dead. He committed suicide. Yeah, come on, man. You know, let's that- let's go into let's go into even deeper stuff, bro. Yep, let's go. And, and and I'm and I'm even ask you real quick. Okay. And uh, actually, let me finish the point. Yeah, so the ahead, people yeah. that are complacent and let this stuff happen. So let's go. Here's another point. We're gonna go into music real quick. R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The black community. Nobody had to tell you. Yeah. The black community knew. And they that hate to hear it. Was doing wrong, bro. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Video, like you have video evidence, but Fuck. nobody said shit. Nothing. Video though, like, psh, come on, man. Yeah, they, they, you know, they hate to hear it like that, but that hey, that's the no, facts. No, that's the facts. That's the fucking the facts, truth. bro. It is the truth, man. Like, there's no way, there's no way I can go outside right now and piss on any 16 year old girl and have me on video or even anywhere near close with your damn dick out towards a minor, and then. 
oh, I, I go to court, what, one time and so-called how beat the, I don't know how, I forgot how you so-called beat the case, but then you just walk out, scotch free, not only that, you could continue your career. You I mean, people people use it as a joke. When Dave Chappelle was fucking joking about it, 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 it lets you know that he, hey, we know this shit, but hey, okay, it's Arkell, and then we move past it, bro. And that's what I'm saying. See, the white community, they not letting that shit slide like that. Yeah. I'm gonna say this: they probably do. Obviously, Weinstein got away with it. It didn't show him doing a whole bunch of black girls, but I will say this: um, that's because motherfuckers was quiet. Um, now, I would say that I think had he been doing that shit for you know for years and that shit was just somehow publicly got out if dave Chappelle was able to ever joke about harvey weinstein fucking on a trailer of 16 white girls or you know indian whatever type women then i feel mm-hmm. like motherfuckers would have you know they probably would have clamped down on him it's the same thing now once that me too movement came out that's what fucked harvey weinstein up and then obviously jeffrey epstein got fucked oh, up like man, i said you, I gotta be, you gotta be careful these just... these things man i think i think it's some with that bloodline you hear the epstein the steam some with that steam it's, it's some <laughs> shit going on that air some rapist shit going on bro i don't know what it is but uh, yeah, i hate to bash anybody that might y'all last name might be that but i'm gonna say this you might be descendants from that bloodline or you probably was raped into the family because you don't right. know that one of those things could have got one of your moms or some shit like that, or even your dad, I guess. And uh, yeah, force force themselves on them, and now your last name got the stain on it. So right, it, and and the, and the thing is, it's like why, like, is is all right. The people that are being complacent is y'all getting paid? Like what? Man, what do y'all bro. get out of it? And I understand you might get retaliated on and this and that. But if you know this is gonna ruin somebody's life, man, facts. That's like, facts. You could, if you could sleep with that. That's right, facts. You, yeah, you use use an evil motherfucker, bad. bro. Use a dirty evil motherfucker. If you can go to sleep at night knowing that somebody just got fucked on set, that wasn't a porno shoot in in the nope. back room while y'all changing the set. Like you know she's back there getting humiliated. Yet alone mm-hmm. they probably nothing on faces and throws, but they not doing shit. Come on, man. You know they going to the end result. And man, I want to hit this deeper, but I know what we got about ten minutes left, and I want to get to this oh part. Oh my god. Yeah, I got yeah, I know, bro. We got we definitely want to drop another one of these motherfuckers because this bitch yeah, turned into fire quick. Two, this yeah, this shit we turned into fire. Yeah. But uh so and this goes into what we were just talking about, though, same shit. But it's about, do you think Tyler Perry escaped Hollywood? This shit, and I know this shit right here, D. Do you think Tyler uh, Perry escaped Hollywood? That's just question number one. I do got a point under that that I want to speak on, too. But I just want to know from your standpoint, do you think Tyler Perry escaped Hollywood? Especially that dirty shit. So let's, 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 let's talk about Tyler Perry's history, right? Okay. So Tyler Perry, one of the, one of the dudes that basically made it. He, He said he was homeless, living out of his car writing scripts and he just so happened to just blow up with Medea. now if anybody knows Medea as a character uh tyler perry plays uh Medea. now for Factious. people that don't know about Medea, Medea mm-hmm. is a woman mm-hmm. right it's an older black lady and tyler perry dresses up as Medea in a dress so listen we've been hearing about men putting on dresses in hollywood for a reason Maybe there's a symbol behind it, blah, 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 this and that. I'm telling you this. I don't care how poor I am. I don't care. And maybe it's <laughs> I don't know. But I'm not wearing a dress, bro. Facts. I'm, not. I'm sorry. Facts. I'm sorry. I'm not. That shit is fucking and, and, facts. And, and, and the fact that for That's years, fucking facts, right? bro. That's and so I'm going to go even facts. deeper, bro. Yes, because please do. Please deeper. do. Yes, please for do. Years, years how long and this black men in dresses ain't new this has oh, been going on for years martin lawrence mm-hmm. um who else ving rains yeah just recently they, West, i watched the wesley documentary. Mm-hmm. wesley snipes yeah like these guys that, now listen i don't know what their their thing is hey whatever yeah. but like what deal was made that you had to wear a dress Thank I can't just no. Factuals. No, that's factuals, I'm bro. Just that's factuals. Like, and as far as Tyler Perry like escaping Hollywood. Yeah, do you think I he mean, really escaped? I don't know, man. Like he got his own production company now. He, you know, everything now he's his own boss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So now, what did he do to get up there? Well, Th- never th- that's what I'm about to I say. Mean, Not yep, that was. That's we'll it. never know other than him saying he just worked hard. 
but we That's did it. well we honestly i'm just okay so i'm gonna expound on that just a little bit I, we honestly know what he did he wore that dress that's what he did to get there um now and that's my main thing that was the first point <laughs> under it is about you know black men wearing dresses and i just want to explain on this two minutes yes he did that and i do feel like he probably had to do extra shit he probably didn't took you know got popped in the ass you know who knows right. but i will right. say this i feel like once he wore the dress and he probably got demeaned in hollywood he had an escape plan as in like you know what I already went this far. He probably didn't. I don't know if he got you know, fucked on or he didn't suck some dude up or whatever. Some right. sexual issues they didn't have. Some dirty shit probably didn't have to happen. And I felt like he probably was like, you know, I didn't did this shit. So he looked at himself as an arsonist sacrifice. He going to take this and then get out. That's how I see it. And the only reason why I see it like. No, no, no. But it, no, that's not. That's facts. I just got to say this, though. I have to say <laughs> this. The reason why I feel like he it's a possibility. I'm not saying he out, but I'm going to say it's a possibility he's out only due to the fact this. Once he's since since he's made his own studio, I haven't seen any content of him where like he's wearing a dress or him playing Medea. And then two is once I seen when right when he was opening up the studios, he was on an interview and he said Medea is dead. That yeah, right yeah. there, that right there made me feel like okay, he used Medea to get his shit. He got his own shit on deck. He now he know he never got to put back on the dress. He can just say, look, Medea's dead. That's why I gave her Medea's funeral. I'm not going back to ever doing that mm -hmm. shit. I had to grind my way up. Now to me, I'm not giving him brownie points because at the end of the day, I'm not doing the shit, bitch. I'm just poor then. Fuck it. Anybody can yeah, sit exactly. here and say what they want, exactly. and I'm damn sure I'm not about to bend over no fucking old white man desk in the fucking back room to get popped in the ass for a fucking movie deal that's not about to happen bro because they not just popping you in their ass bro they doing extra shit back there too so i feel like maybe if that was the case maybe the only thing he had to do is do the dress but i feel like the status he got well he's about to become a billionaire i think if i'm not mistaken um mm -hmm. You don't get to that type of level unless you probably did do some ritualistic shit. And even if it ain't sexual, you probably did some nasty shit. Because I heard they got to drink, piss, and eat shit. All this kind yeah. of stuff as well. So maybe they had to. Nah, basically, it's, yeah. it's a humiliation thing, man. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like Hazy. You let us humiliate you, and we'll let you in our club. Facts. And, you know what I'm saying? Facts. And we get to humiliate you whenever we want. Because if you don't, you know what I'm saying? We got you on tape. No, we that's got you, you got you on tape, right? <laughs> Facts, we got you on like, tape doing this. What, what, what about that makes you feel like he didn't escape? So, what about him? You feel like he might be? In? I'm kind of like, leaning over there with you now that you say something about it. He might not, but I'm just going off the basis. I ain't seen him in a dress. You know nice. what? I'm it's too, it's too easy. It's too okay. Easy. Too easy. Okay. Like all of a sudden, Medea's dead. Nah, bro. Like I don't believe. Like you owe favors. Okay. Oh, you owe favors. Ooh. Okay. Right, and you know. There's secret societies, bro. It's not just Illuminati. Facts. It's no facts. It's, no, it's facts. It's, 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 there's groups. So you will always be a part of that group. You don't ever leave, bro, unless you leave in a castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being straight no, up. No, that's facts, though. No, that's facts, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If what you that? leave into the deep like that, you leave it in a casket. Yeah. They're not just going to let you go. Yeah, let it's you get your own shit. It's very rare that they'll let you go. So you know do you think do you I my bad I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to ask you, uh, do you think that mm. he's that he's doing what was done to him to new upcoming film people that's trying uh, to get in, the, in his studios? It would, not, it would not doubt me, bro. I would not doubt it. I would not. I oh. would not. Okay, uh, and, and yeah, like I said, we got about what six, four minutes left. I just want to go in on this real quick. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think black women are treated fair in the film industry? I definitely want to nope. get that in there real quick. All right, I'm saying I feel the same. I feel the same. Um, I see what Netflix did with Monique, and that's just wasn't the only thing. But obviously, there's other things where I honestly, when I sat back and I thought about it, I'm like, uh, there's not a lot of black women in film that I feel like have made it is just as any other women i ain't even gonna just say white women just as any other women hispanic whatever right. i rarely see big uh stars that are black women in general but i don't know the names but you can just put on any damn movie and you will see just about any other race of woman of actors is on that bitch left and right and i'm talking about big actors of course not just up-and-coming actors because they like no we just plays a movie with black women actors i'm not right. talking about that i'm talking about big screen actors that you see that motherfuckers probably got posters of in their bedroom as a 16 15 year old boy I'm talking about shit like that so um and i feel like it was monique was exposing that about the pay she didn't feel like she was getting paid what she was worth and me personally i fucking hate um 
What's the fucking dude? Uh, what's Steve Harvey? I fucking hate him, bro. I can't stand him. Now I don't know what you feel about him, but the, I had respect. I had respect for him up until the point when he told her that she should just lay down and take it. Based on about wait, this ain't the dignity game. This the money game. When he got to saying that shit, I was like, this buck dancing coon ass mother. I'm done with this motherfucker, bro. I just. <laughs> It just turned, bro, it turned my fucking stomach, bro. That's how bad I was looking at the screen. Like, this dude, somebody need to beat his ass for saying that. And she didn't feel it's like so, she had no help. It's but, so funny you said that. Yeah. It's so funny you said that. Um, and I don't know if you wanted to continue. No, no, I was done. I was done. I just wanted to, I wanted to see what you felt about so, that. You know, keep so, it on the same terms. As far as black women, right? And let's let's go to back to Monique real quick. So, okay. It's funny that you even said that because I actually rewatched an interview she did uh, on a Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and DJ Envy okay. and uh, Laura. I think it's Laura Style. Or, or, no, Angela Yee. Okay, so, Angela Yee, yep, yep. And Charlemagne was asking her the whole time because she got offended because Charlemagne does this thing where he labels the person donkey of the oh, day. Oh, yeah, donkey, yep. Okay. Right. Get a day. So yep. at the point, she figured she was worth thirteen or whatever the million dollars that she was asking for, and Charlemagne kept asking her, like, "Well, why do you think you worth that extravagant number? Like, what makes you think you?" And so what she said to Charlemagne would hit the point was, "Okay, what does it matter? Mm. What I, you know." It's me as a black woman. You should have been able to just lift me up and be like, you know what? I, I see that you worth that. You know, but you know this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I can't. Yeah. No, it's like, facts. And, and the way he was trying to like, and it's like bro, he was like trying to down talk her. Up. Like on some. Yeah, he was like, just trying. To, I felt like he was trying to down talk her. And she was like, "Listen, my resume is long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I may not have that the best movies." or the best, you know, this and that, but my resume is long. I've been in this business for years. You know what I'm saying? So what makes you think I'm not worth that? Facts. Look at my resume. That's what she was saying to Charlamagne. Yeah, that's so facts. I feel like, like, other than, I would say this, I would say the biggest black woman that I've seen as far as an actress, in my eyes, um, has been Angela Bassett. Okay, um, yes, yep, yes, yes. Okay. So, like, she's been mm -hmm. in tons of yes, movies, tons. and it's just waiting to exhale. Uh, she still look good uh, to me, too. Oh, bro. Bad, like, I'm my father. Hey. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the movie I'm thinking of right now? Um, the Tina Turner oh, yeah, movie. I can Tina Turner. Um, I uh, think she even played in the Jackson 5 as Michael's mom. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Black Panther, she was oh, yeah. recently yep. Yep. Black, Black Panther. Yep. So, like, her, I mean, I want to, like... I would love to know, because obviously she don't put her business out there like that. But Factuals. I would love to know, like, that, you know, that she get treated well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Does she get that money, that Hollywood Holly, money. Yeah, that Hollywood, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I hate to do it, Hunter, but we got, we're going to have to cut right here. But, man, we're going in again, yeah. man. we definitely going to get back on the podcast. And some of this shit, I didn't get to my last question, but we you know I'll save it for part two. And I'll let y'all, okay. leave y'all as a cliffhanger. But the question, the last question was going to be, do you think Hollywood have an agenda against black people? And we definitely going to have to go into that just a little bit. Um, and technically talking on these same type of terms about pay, money, all that kind of stuff, you know, right. um, and it's been deep. But, yeah, before we get up out of here, uh, Hunter, if you got anything else you want to say, you want to promote, uh, if you got any other socials, that's if you want to do that or anything I you mean, just want to say I'm, in general, what you feel like, man? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to just say this, man. Like, uh, you know, 2020 was a very rough fucking year. Uh, you know, I actually started, you know, I found my love for drawing again. So I've been drawing here and there, and uh, I actually uh, put up uh, an IG with my artwork. Um, it's not a lot of artwork because I'm learning some new techniques and stuff like that, some new styles. Yeah, I'm going to um, put this shit in the uh, description box too, y'all. Yeah, it's uh, my IG, my art IG is R-A-Y, that's Ray, underscore, and then my last name, R-I-N-C-H-E-R-E. And, you know, that's just, you know, I do, art has always been my love. So I love to draw. I love to draw for imagination. 
you know, that's something that I love to do. Uh, you know, I love the game. Uh, my name is D Hunter on Xbox. So if anybody, hey. you know, wants to, yep. you know, play online, you know, if I'm on, I'm on. Um, I am sort of an introvert. So if I don't hit you back right away, it's either because I'm busy or you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling some type of way. But nine yep. times out of yep. ten, I'm the same. You catch me, you catch me. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, like, bro, we got to do a part two. I'm, I'm so. Bro, let, yeah. I'm so ready to do a part right now. Man, I know, I know, bro. I know. Facts, 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 facts. Uh, and and that's the thing. That's the best. I mean, that's one of the good things about it. Like I said, man, we definitely gonna get another part two in. So be looking out for that. I will name it the film industry with D Hunter part two. If y'all want to go ahead and just be looking for that in the future, um, and that's what it is. But as of right now, we about to get up out of here. Is you know y'all you already know, man. We red eyes. Always be aware. You know, shout out to red um, red eyes productions. You know, aka myself. That's what I'm trying to do right now. And stay tuned, stay like, man. Don't forget share this everywhere y'all got socials and all that. And then I'll catch y'all next time. Red dragon, I'm out.